Good afternoon friends, this is your technology information channel and this is George speaking. Today we're going to talk about some Linux technology information, some Linux news for those that use the Linux distros. Now, if you have an old device, an old laptop with a couple of gigs of RAM on it and it's not compatible from Windows 10, then Linux is another good option. Now, there obviously is some Linux distros that won't be basically family friendly for beginners, but there is also some that you could use. So, uh, basically, Linux Mint is, is a popular Linux that a lot of people would use. Now, Linux Mint is dropping the Blueberry Bluetooth configuration tool, uh, and Linux Mint the developers have opted to migrate away from the long-standing Bluetooth configuration too, and a favourite one of supports a wider range of devices. For the longest time, Linux Mint was dependent on Blueberry for its Bluetooth background service with the release of Linux Mint 21. All that changes as the developers have opted to migrate to Bluemon, it's called. One of the primary reasons for this change is that the latest version of Chrome Bluetooth uh, for the Blueberry was introduced a few changes that broke compatibility with Blueberry. Unfortunately, the Blueberry develop, developer sorry, had no desire to see his work outside of the Chrome. Another reason for the, for the changes, Bluemon works better with Bluetooth audio headsets and can connect to a much wider range of devices. And that's where Linux Mint. Uh, Fedora 36 Beta has now has a new release date. As Fedora Linux is another dust there are many different types friends. The developers of Fedora have announced a release date for the beta of the 36 along with new features. It's official that Fedora Linux 36 now has two different release dates. If things go as planned, the beta of the, uh, the beta of the distal will become available on March the 15th, 2022. If there's a delay, Fedora 36 will be released on March the 22nd, once the public testing uh, is complete. For those that don't understand, testing uh, distals are basically, before they roll out the final version, they put out a beta version and a lot of people up to test it and report back any performance issues or any problems. On other additionals to Fedora 36, including the uh, 5.17 kernel, Java 17, Goland 1.18 is uh, default for the GCC 1.20. And uh, they're also talking about the, the graphic drivers and the RPM database has been removed from VAR to USR. So that's Fedora 36. Another Linux that is out is AV Linux MX21 was uh, released for all your audio video production needs. So if you're looking for a, a Linux distal for audio and video production, AV Linux MX21 might be your best option. 
the latest release of AB Linux has become completely rebuilt from the ground up, which makes it the first uh, integration and was a respin of the previous release based on Debamon Linux 11 AB Linux MX21. Was built with the same tools used to build MX Linux on anti ANTA Linux. Because this new uh, release is completely rebuilt, there is no way to upgrade from previous releases to MX21. In other words, you'll have to do a fresh install, friends, to gain the benefits of the AV Linux MX21. What are those benefits? Uh, first off, it ships with the kernel 5.15 and a brand new Magus graphics stack. Uh, AV Linux no longer supports 32-bit versions. As far as the kernel is concerned, the version in MX21 is uh, LAQ-EORIX kernel, which is a higher performance kernel geared for streaming on ultra-low legacy. There's quite a lot of new stuff in it. Also, the AV Linux MX21 uses the XFCE 4.616 desktop environment that has been customized with a new theme, first run splice screen, 4K wallpapers, and uh, it's got the, the GDebamon package installer has been replaced by the custom THENAR action. So that's the Linux MX21. Slack proves you can't keep a good Linux distal down. Uh, and this news, friends, is the 17th of January, February. So after four years uh, of lightweight Slack distribution, it's back in business. That's another Linux, friends. There's quite a many a different type out. Some are complicated for beginners, but the like of uh, Linux Mint, and things we got there is pretty simple. So anyone who's looked into bringing computer hardware back to life has considered one or more, sorry, has considered one or more lightweight Linux distros in the search of the right OS. You might have come across one called Slack, which is a Debamon-based operating system that was quite popular for a while. However, the pandemic wreaked havoc on the development lifecycle. So we haven't seen anything new from the maintainer since 2018. That's all changed now with the release of Slack uh, 11.2 based on the Debamon Bullseye. Almost ready for release on the trade features like the kernel 5.10 support for 32-bit and 64-bit operating systems. It comes with the PC Mon FM file manager and uh, the common network manager and it also, uh, the developers have opted to leave out Chrome browsers by default due to its size. But by clicking on the Chrome icon, the browser will automatically install. So that's another browser slack that's been out for a long time. Now, Zoran OS Linux was brought out quite a number of years ago. It's another desktop uh, operating system. And Soran OS 16 Educational Spin now is available. So the makers of one of the most user-friendly and beautiful Linux desktops on the market have released an educational spin of their uh, distribution. Zorn OS 16 Education is a Linux desktop aimed at preschools as well as primary and secondary schools. 
building on their already fantastic desktop experience the developers have added a few tools to help education institutions prepare students with the skills they need to navigate the waters of even going complex world. So that's Zoran OS Linux Education. Now, there is quite a number of Zoran Linuxes out there, friends. Uh, Zoran OS 15.2 is now available and it offers uh, improvements. A new version of Zoran OS Linux is now available and that's uh, 15.3. And then you have a new Linux based PC one. It's also white so Sorn Linux OS. The system 76 sorry has released an AMD powered uh, KEDE laptop. And uh, System76 welcomes back a familiar face to their Linux lineup with K- I think it's uh, pronounced KEDE KEDE. And it's brought back the popular laptop workstation Porhouse. This time around the laptop is equipped with the third generation AMD. Sorry about the notifications friends. Should have turned them off. It is equipped with the third AMD Zen 3 and uh, which is a 8 class processor with 8 cores and 16 threads. The CP runs at 3.3 GHz, but can be boosted up to 4.6 GHz. And uh, it is paired with an Avendo RTX 3060 graphics and up to 64 GB of dual channel DDR4 memory. So there's quite a lot of new stuff in it here. System 76, I think I've tried that once. Now, Ubuntu Linux was this one particular is Ubuntu Budget. It's setting its sights on gamers. Okay, so the upcoming release of Ubuntu Budget includes a few nifty features that should make uh, the lives of gamers a bit easier. So if you're a gamer, you can also use a Linux distro. Ubuntu Budget is already a well-designed Linux desktop. For those who don't know what Linux is, friends, it's an alternative to Windows operating system or Mac OS. And believe it or not, it uses a different file system. It's an open source platform. And depending on how old your laptop or desktop or your device is, some people have a good experience with different Linuxes. It's finding one that suits your needs. So Ubuntu Budgie is well designed. It's a Linux desktop. And it's got a pleasant UI that makes interference with Linux incredibly simple. But with the upcoming release of 2204, the developers are adding a new layer of goodness to the platform. And uh, they will be including new tools that will improve the gaming experience. Gamers will find things like MANGO, HED, and Overlay and stuff like that there. And uh, also comes easy installation of apps like Steam, uh, OBS Studio, and quite a number of others. All of the game features are currently in the ALPHA, the Alpha one, but hopefully they'll be ready for the massive one final release of Ubuntu Budget 2204. It's made available this April.
For those interested in testing the early release, you can download it ISO on a daily build. So they do have a daily build out there. So there's quite a lot happening in the in the Linux world. Uh, obviously in January there, the Linux Mint 2003 is now available. The latest release of Linux Mint is now available for general users and offers a polished but less mint theme. Users of the popular Linux desktop can calibrate the new year on a new release. The developers and I made the latest version 2003 available for download. And uh, it's integrated, it's based on the Ubuntu 20.04.5 LTS. Although it, it doesn't have any gaming changes or new features, it does offer a lot of suitable EI tweaks and very helpful document monitor apps. So that's Linux Mint. And Linux is getting an exciting new firmware feature uh, until it's bringing a new driver to its 5.17 kernel that will make it possible to update firmware without reboots. So there's a lot happening in the in the Linux world. And of course there's other Linuxes I haven't mentioned. So there's quite a lot happening. Now, Linux for beginners to advanced users. Uh, a lot of people would say, uh, what's the best Linux for beginners on advanced users? Linux does those common all shapes, friends and sizes. Okay. Uh, from 100 megabytes to 4 gigabytes. In addition to the top distals, they are designed to appeal to a wider number of users and can be tolerated as pre-individual requirements. There are a whole lot of uh, specialised distals that are built for a particular purpose. So if you're migrating from Windows operating system, there are distals that are easy to get to use. Uh, Windows updates mess up your bootloader. There are distals that will help you fix it in a chip. And if you want to re-erect an old computer, uh, if you want to run a firewall that shields your entire network or setting up a small home office, no matter what your requirements are, friends, open source community have a distal for you. Okay, so let's give you a couple of options. The experts are saying that the best distal for beginners, the first one they're saying is NAT or UX. Personally, I haven't tested that one before. And uh, what they're saying is if you're just taking your first step into Linux, you should begin your journey with NAT or UX distal. Uh, and it's got some most stable and well-respected open source projects and it's built them to create a distal that suits sensible or new Linux users. For instance, instead of building a custom desktop environment from scratch, NIT or UX Linux relies on the KDE version, Plasma, meaning along with some redesigned components to simply uh, the workflow of a new user. It offers a couple of layouts for the desktop and allows users to make the best use available in a screen real estate 
It also uh, has apps to make tasks such as a firewall backup for inexperienced users. It ships with a heavy dose of apps for all kinds of desktop tasks. So that's a, a, a Linux desktop you could put on a, an old system. This one is uh, NIT or UX Linux is available for 64-bit computers only, sorry. But you can also boot an older machine with the legacy BIOS in addition to your EFI machines. The next one they're recommending friends for beginners would be Zoran OS Linux. Uh, it began in 2008, but its intention of making a Linux user-friendly desktop for anybody that wanted to switch to Windows computers. Uh, Zoran is available. Zoran Linux is available in different editions. There are three, namely the core, the late version, and the education version. And are offered as a free download. If you have an old computer, you can use the late edition. It is designed for unpowered machines. The education edition is a name suggested, designed for learning, and ships with all popular open software education apps and utilities. Soren uh, Linux. Another Linux that is popular for for gaming is Pop OS. Linux. Uh, Pub OS is developed and maintained by hardware. System 76 besides being shipped on its own hardware. It's also available as a free download. <coughs> Excuse me. The desktop has several interesting features which makes an interesting option for especially for gamers. The desktop is based on the Ubuntu LTS release and, and uh, sports its own user interface with Chrome called Pop Shell. While other several, while there are several other gaming distances for Linux, what makes Pop OS it is ship with an necessary plumbing for gamers. For instance, its developers are ensured the hybrid graphics work flawless on the platform. And there are a couple of editions of Pop OS, besides the standard edition. So there's quite a number of different Linux friends and it would take me all day to read them all out. So let's have a look at Pop OS Linux for you. Uh, I have tested that one out before. Pop OS by System76. Pop OS is an operating system and it has created professionals who use their computers as a tool to discover and create potential on secure reliable open source software okay so uh, Pop OS designed for easy workspace and convenient workflow your operating system should be encouraged to discover not obstruct uh, so Pop OS Linux is recommended by uh, the experts. And one guy says, my favorite thing about Pop OS Linux that is liberally gets you out of the way. I can get so much work done without any problems. My favorite has been the Docker on the sweet emanations. <coughs> so, 70, System76 hardware is engineered together with Pop OS Linux for optional performance. 
a user's experience. Our computers import creators, makers and builders to go forth and discover. Launch a keyboard and pop OS, your ideas forward and etc. etc. Keep your computer secure, encryption out of the box, update. Pub OS provides the latest features and security patches. Privacy, Pub OS does not collect or store information from users' installation. Firmware management, automatic firmware management updates can assess your software settings on System76 hardware and is compatible with most tools. <coughs> Example, Firefox browser, Steam for playing games, VLC player, video alarm player, and quite a number of other Spotify and etc. And it uses the hybrid graphics uh, for better performance and battery saving and etc. It also has Steam and Game Hub, which is created for gaming experience and performance. And of course, you can switch to the ordinary mode and dark mode and etc. So, PubOS Linux free is free to download. Is free to, PubOS Linux is free to download. If you want to try it out before uh, you're committing yourself, you can download the AS file to a USB uh, USB drive, and you can make a boot OS from there, or you can download it for, to a CD DVD. Uh, so. They do have laptops for sale with KDE Linux on it. And they do have desktops for sale with Linux already pre-installed. Uh, now, some Linux does also suit some people and some will not. So, uh, we bit of news about Linux. Uh, some people may install uh, different uh, Linux distros until they find one that suits them or suits their laptop or desktop computer. Linux Mint is one of the distros for beginners. Okay, so if you're downloading the Pub OS Linux 2.1.10, uh, recommendations, friends, is 4 gigs of RAM, 16 gigs of storage, 64-bit processor, USB 3 storage, or the RAS Raspberry Pi 4. Uh, you also have the Pub OS. Linux 2004 LTS recommended 4 gigs of RAM, 16 gigs of storage. Okay, so if you were try want to try a Linux distro for the first time, try Linux Mint uh, because nine out of ten it works out of the box. You don't have any problems. You don't have any problems here, sound or stuff like that, you know. Linux Mint is an operating system for desktop and laptop computers. 
and is designed to work out of the box, friends, and comes fully equipped with apps most needed. Examples, graphic design, production, multimedia, web browsing, and gaming. There is access to 7,800 games with Steam. Install the TOT to even get more. And uh, it's easy to use, and it's fast, and it's comfortable. <coughs> Everything just works out of the box without the need to configure anything or to install extra applications. It is ready to go, although it is very configurable, everything is set and tuned nicely by default and no unnecessary questions are asked. It is very easy to use. Anyone can probably feel at home and use Linux Mint. Home rule is your computer, your rules. This is a key principle of Linux Mint. We don't collect data and we don't work against you. You're the boss of your operating system. It's designed to do what you want without getting in the way. So basically, Windows 10 or Microsoft operating systems do collect a certain amount of privacy information. They may argue that's for performance for this and for that. Linux Mint does not collect anything, so you've got full control over your privacy. It's also rock solid. It's got a centralized software update system, an update manager, and meets requirements of very little maintenance. It works, it's safe, and it doesn't break. It's free and it's open source. It's completely free of cost, and almost all of its components are open source. Linux Mint stands on the shoulders of giants. It's based on Debamon and Ubuntu Linux. There is a community of users where you can get feedback and you can get help. <coughs> now Linux Mint 2003 is the latest version. Okay, so Linux Mint comes in the form of an ISO image which can be used to make a bootable DVD or USB stick. Download the right version. You can also create what they call a live boot and the installation of Linux Distro. Basically, if you want to install it when you boot your computer from a USB stick or DVD, Linux Mint starts a live session. It logs you in automatically as a user called Mint and shows you the desktop with installer on it. That's without installing it, you just double click the installer. <coughs> the, live, uh, the live version is slower to load, okay? Now, installing Linux Mint on a computer, to permanently install Linux Mint on your computer, friends, if you're, well, first of all, when you create a live ISO, you put your computer, you double-click in the installation uh, icon on your desktop, and you select the language that you want to use. You connect the internet, you type in your Wi-Fi key. If you are connected to the internet, tick the box to install the media codes, and that'll give you for playing uh, different video formats and stuff. Choose the installation type and install the third-party drivers, to, you know, for your graphics. If Linux Mint is the only operating system you want to run your computer, you can click the box Erase All Data and it'll format the hard drive for you and give you a fresh install. You can also do the encryption one if you wish. You can also set it to basically automatically log in if you wish 
you can select their time shown, but if you're connected to the internet, it should do it automatically. Select their keyboard layout, enter your user details, call your computer, whatever you want. <coughs> you will enjoy a slideshow as it's installing to give you an idea of what it does. Uh, now, you can either choose the cinema edition, which is the most moderated edition, choose the mate, which is a more stable and faster desktop, or you can choose the XFCE, it's basically the lightweight edition. Now, you can also use the 32-bit or 64-bit. 64-bit is recommended, but if your computer is not compatible for 64-bit operating system, and it's an older computer, so basically the 32-bit is compatible with older computers, uh, most computers are able to run 64-bit. If your computer is manufactured after 2007, you probably have a 64-bit processor, friends. If you have an older computer before 2007, it'll probably run the 32-bit. Uh, <coughs> if you go to YouTube and type in Linux Mint, you'll be able to watch a video on it, on exactly what it does, okay? And uh, there is instructions on how to create a USB boot-up drive. Excuse me. And there is instructions on how to go into your BIOS if needed to be. Now, I was looking to find out what you need to run it. And, uh, let's see, hardware, okay, Does, it'll cover your drivers anyway, I know that, graphic drivers and stuff like that. So Linux Mint is one that can be recommended for, uh, Linux Mint can be recommended for beginners, okay, for beginners. So Linux Mint 2003. So if you're sitting today, friends, basically with a laptop, but it's not compatible to run Windows 10, there's a good possibility you'd be able to run Linux Mint. Okay, so if you search about for Linux Distal, and you've only got a couple of gigs of RAM. You have Ubuntu Linux, is another one you could use. And you've also got Debamon Linux, okay? But Linux Mint is pretty popular for most people. Ubuntu Linux is popular too, but I prefer Linux Mint to Ubuntu. Of course, you've got PC Linux OS and quite a number of other ones. And if I was to sit today and cover open source, or sorry, open source and things like that there, Arch Linux, on other Linuxes, it would take me a couple of hours or more. So to give you an alternative of an operating system, this is Linux, some Linux technology information used on uh, some Linux distros. Friends, keep safe. Please keep sharing the podcasts. And if there's anything out there you are interested in, you just want covered, go to www.pccaremont.webs.com, the website on... Fill in the contact 
or put in the shout box and I will, as soon as I see it, I will do my research on it and cover it. That's how the experts learn too. Okay, keep safe on uh, Linux technology news. Thank you very much, friends. George.